This is the American Indoctrinated Podcast with Evan and Brittany. This is a show where we discuss issues that Americans have been indoctrinated on, have full-length discussions about how we got here, talk about the facts behind each issue, and how it links back to our constitutional rights. Let's go! Oh, it's to the conservative detriment, it seems, that we try and be honest, but we've confused what it means to be honest and kind and nice. A lot of people confuse being nice and kind with letting other parties walk all over you, and it's, you don't have to cheat, and you don't have to steal, and you don't have to lie to win in the battle against the left, but you do have to be aggressive. You can't just say, well, I'm just trying to be kind, or I'm just trying to be Christ-like, or I'm just trying to be... Christ stood up for what was right. Christ stood up for what was true. Just because you're being honest doesn't mean you have to be a pushover or be a pussy. And I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing all these limp dick, soft politicians in Congress that are just like, oh, I just don't want to rock the boat. And I'm just trying to be kind and I'm just really trying hard to be nice. And it's, we didn't elect you to be nice. We elected you to tell the truth and to get some good policy active. Well, I think that's the other thing that the right has a really hard time with is they don't want to, I don't know if it's like they don't want to offend someone. I'm not sure what it is, but it's quit using the language that they're using. Do not use cis male or female. No, I'm a fucking girl. I'm a female. That's it. Quit using their terminology because it just gives right. them power. And cis- yeah, I'm, I'm just cisgender males. Okay. Well, and quit putting your pronouns in your shit. Like, I'm sorry. No, stop. <laughs> Everyone needs to stop that right now. I know. I've been seeing that too. People I know that are more conservative, and it's like it's because they don't want to be excluded from the group. They're they want to belong, and so instead of standing on their values, they are just like you know what? It's just pronouns. It's not a big deal. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I think that's our biggest weakness, and I think that's why the left has been able to weaponize things like you were mentioning. LGBTQ now are protected status. So if you come to the border and you claim you're LGBTQ and that your government's oppressing you, like by default, by our law, you're protected now. You're a minority being oppressed by your government, so we have to protect you. That's clever. That's creative. And the right doesn't do shit like that. We're wait. We try and be too honest, and we've got to find a better way to fight these wars with the same amount of creativity while also being honest. We can do it, but it's going to require being uncomfortable as well. Going to require making Aunt Susie or your neighbor, the, the Johnsons next door, or whoever. You're going to maybe bother some people or lose some friends in this family. And you got to be willing to accept that. We have a problem with politics in this country. And the problem is that the politicians are all self interested and they all work together. If you think that most of the Republicans in the House and the Senate are so far up the Democrats' ass, they are. I believe in the Uniparty. I 100% believe that that's what's going on. We have a bunch of sellouts. And that's why I'm done. All of these people need to go. Every single one of them just needs to get out of office. They need to go back to their mansions because they've all made millions of dollars. To all of their mansions that are on the beach with climate change and the rising of the sea, these ridiculous humans, they just need to go into the sunset, be done. And then when everyone else gets in, bring those assholes up on criminal charges for what they've done. Because most of them have done treasonous bullshit that no one is being held accountable for. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself i hate these people i do it's just frustrating that we have gotten to a point where we have allowed people to run our lives and i'm a patriot like i love freedom i think freedom is great but i don't even know what real freedom is right isn't that sad to think about we know what it is in theory but not yeah not in real life so anyways interesting 
side combo, but I don't know. I'm so you're going to Savannah? You're going to Savannah tonight? No. I'm going to Savannah next week, next Monday. Oh, I thought you were going today. It, yeah, it's next week. I'm going to meet with the coalition, which is like a bunch of groups here that have organized that are all conservative Republicans that are outside the GOP here. And they meet as a coalition group to organize and try to get things done. The GOP actually goes, but the GOP here is corrupt. Jeez. Yeah. So that's what we're meeting you, about next what, week. What are you going to do, Brett, when a guy finally catches your fancy and is able to walk you down? What do you mean? You have all this time where you're out going wherever you want, whenever you want. What are you going to do when some burly, muscular hillbilly out there in Georgia decides to walk you down? And I think you learn to prioritize different, but also... I think, you're I not going to want to go to those things. That's the answer. I'll tell you no, right now. You're going to no. want to spend time with this guy. And you're going to be like, man, this guy swept me off my feet. I want to have babies. Like, I promise. I know, but can't you do it all? Can I figure no, out how to do it? No, <laughs> you can't. I promise you, you can't. Because you're not going to want to. Even if you theoretically could. But even if you could, you wouldn't want to. You would rather spend time with your family. I think that's the other problem with why right loses in a lot of these culture wars is like, we genuinely have better things to do with our time than to fixate and focus on all these cultural problems. We have kids. We have families. We are taking care of dying parents. We are help of volunteering at our church. We're going to youth camps. We're teaching lessons at church on Sunday that we have to prepare for during the week. There's a lot that goes into our core belief systems that is completely outside of marching in the streets with pink hair and taking abortion pills. Do you get what I'm saying? But it has led to a point now where we're like, we have to get involved. Like have conservatives for so long sat on the sidelines, but to what degree do we need to get involved? I think everybody's got to figure that out on their own. And that's where, to me, the best solution people can do is just it within their own home. Pulling your kids out of schools, not sending your money to these corrupt organizations, Disney or Nike or whatever it is. That will make a big impact. And then raising your kid the best way you know how, that really will have, I think, will truly have a bigger impact on the culture and society than you going and marching in the streets or you going and people on the right. And I think on the left as well, but I hear it on the right of the extremist rights wanting some sort of like armed conflict or some sort of civil war thing. And I, I just don't, that would not solve this problem. Ideologies can't be killed through violence. Ideologies can only be destroyed through good debate and through good education. You're not going to shoot enough people in the country to get them to stop supporting socialism or communism. You couldn't do it. It'd be impossible. Nor would you want to do it, even if you could. Like, if you were a person, you could snap your fingers and kill all the people supported that. You wouldn't want to do that either. Because where's the new, like, that? that's just not a pop, that's just not something you would even want to do. And so once you find that guy, I promise you, even if you had the time, you're just not going to want to. You're going to want to be involved to a certain extent. But you're going to be like, man, I have way more fulfilling experiences just being with my family. Spending time with my family on Saturday or during the week rather than going and being involved in all this other stuff. It's absolutely you rather. I agree with you. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm still going to want to fight for my kids because... Right. No one else is fighting for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, there's no. a dichotomy there. You still have to get involved and do something, but I promise also, you, you're going to be like, oh, man, I just want to stay home. I'm already exhausted from doing all of it, honestly. I believe you. I bet you are. Not only that, we can't... The organization I'm with, we are... We're not a 501c3. We're designated differently so that we can endorse candidates, where the rest of the organizations in county can't, and the GOP can't, because a lot of incumbents are running, so they won't endorse. 
we're the only one that can. But if we start endorsing, then if we don't endorse the Republican incumbent, then we are at war with the GOP, which we cannot be. So it's a very, but the people that are running in the GOP are like the rhino Republicans and they're awful and they should not be in positions. And so it's frustrating because you're literally playing politics within politics. And it's like, how about I just say, you know what? I don't like the guy that you guys are running. So that's like, we're not endorsing him, but we can't do that because we can't be at war with the GOP because it will impact our ability to make an influence. That's the same problem in Utah. If you don't get the GOP backing, you're not going to win. And to get the GOP backing, you have to toe the line on a lot of those stupid GOP politics that I don't agree with. You have to also be an active Mormon, an active member there in order to run. I know Ben Adams won as a Democrat, but he's also an active member of the church. So I think that kind of played into him a little bit. But I don't know. We'll see how things change. I think Romney's going to get voted out. I wouldn't be surprised if some people pushed for Spencer Cox to get impeached. But... Did you see that they are now trying to run someone against Mike Lee? Oh, the GOP is? Probably because yep. he's not a rhino. He doesn't seem like a rhino. I think that there he has some involvement in tech. I think he's made some decisions that I don't agree with the tech stuff. But I think overall he's been better than others. But yeah, the United Utah Party endorses Evan McMullen for U.S. Senate, which is Mike uh, Lee's seat. He won't get the Republican nominee then. He won't win. Evan McMullen was the one who ran for president out of Utah as well against Trump as like a third party independent person and he didn't get really anywhere. He's a clown. Yeah, but what that does is that's the thing. It splits the party and then it makes it so a Democrat can get in. I don't think it would be people that were going to vote for Mike Lee anyway that would now be voting for Evan McMullen. I think it's going to split the Democrat vote of anything. The people who are going to vote for Mike Lee aren't going to be swayed by McMullen candidacy because I don't think McMullen is appealing to right-sided voters right now. A lot of people voted for him over Trump because it was Trump, but I think as the years have gone on and people have seen how bad anything on the left is going, I don't think McMullen's going to garner votes from the right. I think he'll garner votes from the left, if anything. That's what I think. Because people don't look at Mike Lee as being controversial, and McMullen is not. He doesn't have any substance to him other than traditional conservative policies masquerading around as being a unifying person, which just he's not. I think I think that's a big problem with a lot of the politicians, though. I don't think that they're... I think that they all just talk the party line, talk, and... Maybe if he ran against Romney, he might have a better chance, but... I know. Why is he running against Mike Lee? Because Mike Lee's up this year. I wonder if Mike Lee wants to be done. I probably... I don't know. I would get sick of fighting all the time. It's probably exhausting. But they're going to be in the majority, so it might be more fun. Just saying. Yeah, we'll see. I can't wait for this to end. This whole craziness going on. I know, but... I mean, does it end it like 2022 comes? What happens? Yeah, that's, we'll what have- I said. that's what I said. Just getting your house in order really is the best solution. Because say we win this year and we win that we could even win for the next 10 years. Like what happens in 12 years? What happens in 20 years? I'm only 31. So in 20 years, I'm going to only be 51. It's, I got a lot of life to still live. I can't be, we as a society can't be easily changed or swayed by the current politicians trying to win. And that's something I've always tried to let my lefty friends know. It's like, okay, so you get someone who comes in and creates all these government welfare programs and universal basic income and all this stuff. But then what happens when those politicians die and now you turned over your entire life to the government controlling your education, your health care? And what happens now when they say, okay, in order to earn this income, you have to be a certain amount of white or you have to be a certain amount of black or you have to be a certain amount of straight or a certain amount of woman or whatever it is. When you give that much power over the government, they'll always abuse it. And I I try and apply the same logic to myself. If I'm so dependent on just this next election, 
maybe I just need to get my house more in order so my life isn't nearly as affected by the current administration as it has been. Because it's like, if I had my own farm, like out where my family's got a farm up in Tremont, Utah, if I could live up on the farm and have uh, enough money and enough like safety, like I don't think COVID would have affected my life nearly as much as it did. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but I also think like 2022, what I'm hoping is that a lot of non-establishment people get in. I don't know how that's going to happen with the GOP going after people that are running that are non-establishment or that will not play nice with the establishment. So I'm a little bit concerned about that. But if you can get some of these people in that are willing to vote for things that traditionally they wouldn't, like term limits and get rid of lobbying, there are some big things that we could do to really impact how the country functions so that we can dial back the government. We can start to make some progress. That's a know? good point. So I think that's like more of what I'm hopeful for. But it's scary to think, okay, so 2022 comes, but what if they do nothing like they did when Trump was in office? They didn't do as many things as they could have right. in the first two years. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah, know. I, th- I think voting will help. I think just like grassroots movements. And I really think we could make some change if people were just like, okay, we're not paying taxes anymore. I feel scared even saying that. I don't want the IRS to ever come after me or anything, but... You said that. I'm like, what if people just stand up and say no? How many people yeah. do we need? Let's... 20%. 3%. That's what I mean, but what, today is tax day, so I'm waiting to get my bill, which I'm a son of a bee, but... I already paid mine. I haven't paid okay. mine yet. All right. Bye, See ya. Good luck. Bye. Thanks. Bye. If you like this episode, share it with your friends, write us a review, listen, like, and follow the podcast, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>